stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick, and this week I'm going solo again to talk about this summer's hottest stocks. So not everything has cooled off in 2021, believe it or not. There are some very hot sectors and industries outside of what you thought was the hot sectors from 2020, right? Outside of the technology, um, you know, cannabis, some of these like essential retailers, there are some other areas that maybe you should be looking into as we head into the summer here. And if you're looking for those momentum stocks, these are the ones that have it because they're trading at or very near their 52-week highs, or in some cases, five-year or all-time highs. So it's always good to take a look at these momentum plays. It gives you a lot of ideas about what the street thinks is happening out there in the economy and what areas are going to be hot on this reopen trade. So the bigger other question is, can they continue to rally into the summer? Should you still be buying Is it too late to get in some of these because they've been so hot here in 2021? So I thought I'd take a little bit deeper dive into some of these. And the way I found some of the stocks is um, at least one of them I just have run across while I've been doing Zach's Bull of the Day articles, actually. And I'm like stunned at how well this particular company is doing this year and how its stock has soared and nobody's really paying any attention to it because it's not a well-known name. We're going to get to that in a little bit, but some of the others, I decided to run a screen on Zax.com on its screening tool because we have a way of, uh, you can screen on there for stocks that are, you know, somewhere close to either their lows or their highs, like a percentage away. So I screened for stocks that are 98% away from their 52-week high, thinking I would obviously get many of the hottest that way. It's not going to guarantee you will, but I know it's not going to give me something like Apple, although they might sometimes be close to the 98%, but um, some of those, the tech names have pulled back far enough from their highs that they're not going to qualify for that. And a lot of the other pandemic recovery or the pandemic plays, the initial pandemic plays, um, those have definitely pulled back here in 2021. So they're not anywhere near those pandemic highs that they hit in 2020 or just at the very beginning of 2021. So this is going to give us some momentum stocks that you know are trying to bust out right now on the reopen play mostly. And some of the names are interesting and what sectors they're in. Okay, so let's just dive right in because um, it'll kind of tell you where the economy is going and where you need to be focusing if you're looking for some of these momentum plays. Now, instead of waiting for technology and the growth names to make a comeback, you can get the ones that are hot now while they're hot. Okay, so the first one is American Homes for Rent, ticker AMH. So it is exactly at new highs. This is a REIT. They own 53,000 single-family homes in 22 states. You can see why it would be hot right now. Everybody's moving everywhere. They're not all able to buy or wanting to buy. So a lot of people are still looking to rent. And instead of renting, um, you know, in the big high rises somewhere, 
they're going to rent the single family home with the backyard and more space. And so American Homes for Rent is one of the beneficiaries of that phenomena. So year to date, shares are up 27%. So nice uh, gain so far year to date. PE is at 29. So it's no longer very cheap because everybody has thought about this play. But uh, momentum is still there. Earnings expected to be up 10% this year, another uh, almost 11% in 2022 on revenue growth of 7% in 2021 and 8% in 2022. So it's not, you know, a barn burner on the revenue growth or earnings growth side, but um, it does have some consistency here in the growth metrics and um, you do get a dividend. It's a REIT. So dividend yielding 1% only on this one though. So for those of you who are looking at REITs, which is a real estate investment trust, um, also consult your tax advisor because it is taxed differently than normal dividends um, from other companies that are not REITs. But for those of you looking for more bigger income, this 1% yield is not that great for most REITs or just income in general. But that being said, we're not we're not caring about uh, the income right here on this uh, screen. We mainly just looking for that momentum and who is rallying here in 2021. And for sure, anything having to do with housing, um, the home is very hot still in 2021 and looks to be for the remainder of the year. So that's American Homes for Rent, AMH is the ticker there. Okay, uh, switching to another REIT, but this is on the hospitality side. Now I've been following the hospitality REITs since the pandemic hit. I like a lot of them because I like to travel and hotels are my thing. I'm not into the Airbnb situation like a lot of people do. So I do have my favorites on like hotel chains, certain resorts, things like that. I've always wanted to invest in it, but then the pandemic hit. Um, and then the, these companies obviously have been struggling. Most are not cash positive, not even yet, but some are getting close. And a lot of these stocks have had big runs. So the one that showed up in the screen is Apple Hospitality. It's a ticker A-P-L-E, so don't confuse it with the other Apple, but this Apple is hotter than the tech Apple. Uh, yes, for, for once, this one is hotter. Year-to-date up 26.6%, and they are focused on upscale hotels in the U.S. So they own 232 hotels in 88 markets in 35 states, mostly Marriott's, Hilton's, and Hyatt's. So um, they're expected to double their earnings, expected to make 64 cents here in 2021 on the rebound in travel, and then double it up to about $1.30 in 2022. They um, said in their last earnings report that April occupancy was at 68% and they continue to see improvement into the second quarter. So that's all good. They also had cash flow, uh, they were cash flow positive in the first quarter, which uh, again, a lot of these REITs on the hotel side were not and um, are still waiting to get to cash flow positive. So they did pay out a one cent distribution under the rules of the REITs because they're now cash flow positive. So just one cent 
Um, so we're not buying it for the distribution yet on this one either. Revenue expected to be up 39% here in 2021 and another 32% in 2022. Just a reminder that 2021 is going to look a lot better for anybody in the hotel space because 2020 was so bad that anything um, there is going to be better here in 2021. So it's key that the analysts are still seeing another 32% gain in 2022. That's bullish. Now, these shares have hit new highs um, up the 26.6% year to date. They're back to the pre-pandemic highs. All their hotels are open. Uh, we're waiting for business travel to come back because that's still big for this REIT, this company. But um, things are looking a lot better. Now, the only question is, if they're back to pre-pandemic, and, um, you know, that means they're fairly expensive here with the earnings still a little bit challenged and still expected to double into 2022. So they do trade with a P.E. of 24. So that's not altogether cheap. And, um, you know, I'm still on the sidelines myself with the REITs, with the hotel REITs, because I do feel like they've had the big run and the street is already pricing in the rebound, the return to travel, all that is here in these shares. And so I'm not sure how much more upside, but I've been wrong the last couple months on some of these. Uh, I've been saying for a while, like how much more upside is there? It's already pricing it all in. And yet they continue to hit new highs. So Apple is one of those still hitting new highs, still has the momentum. A-P-L-E, remember, is the ticker on that one. Okay, then we're switching over to the large banks. Several large banks were on this screen. So I picked Bank of America, BAC. May seem boring, but year-to-date up 41.5% because they were being ignored in 2020 for the more glamorous growth technology names. But banks getting a little bit of their revenge here on as the yields have risen here in 2021. So this is at new highs, new five-year highs here for Bank of America. PE is still at 14, so not super expensive here because the earnings are expected to be up 62% here in 2021. So the E is looking better, but uh, analysts seeing just 3.5% earnings growth in 2022 because it is pricing in this big rebound and the reopening um, here in 2021. Revenue remaining fairly flat over the next two years at 2.6% gain there. Does pay a dividend yielding 1.7%. So that's a little higher if you're looking around for dividends than some of these REITs we've been talking about. So not a bad dividend yield. But yeah, take a look at some of these banks. You might be surprised at what's going on with them. And it has become one of the hottest sectors here in 2021 and it should if the economy is really set to explode a bit higher here in the second half of the year then banks are the beneficiaries of growing economy and that is where you want to be so um, be sure to check in with the the regionals the both the large and the smaller regional banks and maybe some community banks as well. You might want to check on your favorites in those categories. Okay, switching on to our fourth stock. And this was the one I went rogue on because I have written about it as bull of the day in uh, recent weeks. And it's Haverty, ticker HVT. 
And you might not know it unless you live in the south or the Midwest, but they are a furniture retailer. They have 121 showrooms in 16 states. And they uh, just raised their dividend in May, 13.6%. They've paid a dividend every year since 1935. So this company started off as kind of a local regional furniture retailer and now has expanded across the country over nearly the last almost um, like 85 years, I guess. So uh, that's a success story. And if you own these shares in 2020, heading into 2021, you are in one of the hottest stocks because year to date, these shares are up 70.8%. Yes, 70.8%. And earnings expected to be up 113% here in 2021 from $1.88 to 402 And just another 7% in 2022 as the analysts are not sure yet what's going to be going on next year and whether or not this incredible demand for furniture is going to be sustainable into 2022. We don't know. But Haverty has said that the demand that started in the second quarter of 2020, just as the pandemic lockdowns were easing, um, has not slowed at all here in 2021. So we might not be buying those desks anymore for our kids to um, do school from home or for us to work from home, but we still are buying uh, other new furniture. We're still investing in the home. We still want that outdoor furniture. All of these things are still driving furniture sales. And as more people buy new homes, they definitely usually buy new furniture. I know I have. I'm sure you have as well. And so that demand is up strong. Now, because they just raised their dividend, Haverty's is paying quite a nice yield here, yielding 2.2%. So not too shabby. P.E. is only 11.4 because that E is going to be up so dramatically this year, more than doubling from their earnings in 2020. So this is a cheap stock that has incredible momentum right now, but all of the furniture retailers have the same thing. I know a lot of people have been talking about Ethan Allen because its ticker is ETH, which is the Ethereum ticker, but Ethereum has ETH.X as a cryptocurrency, but some people do get confused and they put in ETH, but that stock is also up over 60% year to date. And people are saying, oh, it's because everyone thinks it's Ethereum, but no, because nobody's thinking Haverty is Ethereum that I've heard, and that's up 70. So it's just the Furniture retailers are this hot. Demand is this strong. Earnings have been this good. Ethan Allen paid out a special dividend. Haverty is raising its dividend. So they have cash. Things. This is like, you know, one of the best situations they've been in since the housing boom years when everybody was also buying new furniture. So furniture, high on the momentum list. And I do see this continuing into the the back half of this year and the shares are all pretty cheap no matter which one you're looking at so yeah i'm not sure that these are done running but we're going to see as we enter here into the summer months and then the fifth stock is one that i was a little dubious about because i think i've done it as the bear of the day many times and it's noodles and company ticker ndls this is the restaurant chain and it struggled for a couple of years but it seems to be turning it around here on the reopen and a lot of the restaurant chains were forced to make quick and severe changes to their models during the pandemic. 
So they had to go digital quickly. They had to uh, launch new products. They had to do better on delivery. All these things had to happen or they maybe weren't going to make it. So a lot of things that um, should have been done were now done. And some of these companies have you know, somewhat new business models here moving forward into the summer months here in 2021 on the reopening. So Noodles & Company is one of those. So they lost 29 cents in 2020. They're expected to make 28 cents in 2021 and 44 cents next year in 2022. That's a gain of 55% next year. First quarter comps for them up 10.5%. Some of that did lap over last year. So don't forget a lot of the stores were closed for part of last quarter, last year's quarter. But they said momentum accelerated during the first quarter and average unit volumes were 13% above the same pre-COVID period in 2019. So that is key. If some of these restaurant chains are giving you 2019 comparisons and they're beating those, then you know something good is going on. And one of those good things is the cauliflower gnocchi. That was a strong demand when they launched that in the first quarter. Um, I know I'm eating all those cauliflower products and so uh, restaurant chains that can get into that are seeing big results from that. They also, this uh, quarter, launched their tortellonis, which I guess the customers have been asking for for years now. And those are the stuffed pastas, not the tortellinis, tortellonis. I had to, I had to catch myself a couple times as well, um, reading what they what they're actually talking about, looking at the pictures. And they launched three different tortellonis into the market. So they're expecting that to really drive sales here over the summer. They also just launched their first ghost kitchen in Chicago and ghost kitchens remembers where there's no, nobody can go in and order. You're only ordering on the app. So you order on the app, the kitchen makes it, you don't care where, <coughs> sorry, where it comes from. And then it goes directly to your house through DoorDash or Uber Eats. This is the future for a lot of these chains, especially ones that the food does deliver well. And Noodles and Company is one of those where the food does deliver well. So they're betting on ghost kitchens. They have a great rewards program that they've just launched. Um, they have the Noki and now the Tortellonis are launching. So yeah, this stock has momentum too. So what's this one doing? Well, year to date, it's up 66%. It's at the new highs. It's almost back to the 2018 five-year highs. And 2018 is about when they started to get into a little bit of struggles with the business. And that's when I was writing about it as a bear of the day. So it's getting back to that level. Does it have more... Uh, gas in the tank is what I've been calling it. It's trading with the PE of 46, even with that earnings growth that's expected this year and next year. So shares are pretty pricey for what you're getting unless that E grows more. But the restaurant chains will continue to have a lot of momentum here in the back half of 2021 because we do want to go out yeah they're launching the ghost kitchen but that's just one ghost kitchen they also have sit-down restaurants um, throughout the chicago area that i'm sure uh customers will be heading out to because we just want to go out somewhere anywhere and um, this kind of fast casual food is uh popular among consumers so 
This is an area to keep an eye on and look for other restaurant chains that you think may be beneficiaries of the reopen. And these do have momentum and this is among the hotter areas. So, so that's Noodles and Company, ticker NDLS. So you can see these stocks are from very interesting areas and not the uh, tech, not the social media None of those that everybody, you know, thinks you have to own. I don't think Kathy Wood at Arc Innovators owns any of these. And um, although I'm not sure about Bank of America, but I don't think she owns the big banks. But so that's the difference, right? That now the ones that have taken the lead and that are hot right now as summer starts are the ones that are not these uh you know, tech names, these innovators, as they're called, they're these others that will or should be big winners on the reopening, open kind of trade and where business is hot here as the summer starts. So let me recap the tickers again on these really hot momentum stocks. We had American Homes for Rent because we all are moving around and we want to rent or buy homes. Ticker AMH is the ticker there. The Hotel Hospitality REIT, Apple Hospitality REIT is APLE. Uh, Bank of America is BAC. We mostly know that one. Haverty is the furniture store that most people don't know about, but that's crushing it. HVT is the ticker there. And Noodles and Company is the rebound on the restaurant side, ticker NDLS. So as always, you want to be sure to subscribe because you never know what we're going to cover here on the Market Edge. And I promise I'm going to have some other guests come back on the show um, in the next couple of weeks. So you don't want to miss all of our discussion about what's going on out there in the economy, in uh, the stock market, what's hot, what's not. And we're going to be covering it all. So find us on SoundCloud. Of course, we're on SoundCloud. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Amazon Music, we're on Spotify, and a whole bunch of other platforms, but get us somewhere, and I'll see you again next week with some more stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identify and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.